Well, good morning. Thanks so much for joining me today in my basement. It's good to be with all of you. And we're going to be in Luke chapter 2 today. Luke 2. So if you have your Bible, why don't you head there with me now. It's a nice Christmas passage, and this is what we read in Luke 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken at the, of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. Amen. Amen. And so we find that Jesus' entrance into the world was a rather humble one. He was born in a backwoods town called Bethlehem, and he was placed in a feeding trough in a manger because there was no other place for him to be laid. What a humble beginning. What a humble entrance into the world. And if you know much about world history, you know that for many leaders, for many kings throughout church history, they had... They had much different entrances. They valued a much different entrance. And so, for example, I think of Alexander the Great, who lived just a couple hundred years before Jesus' arrival on the scene. And when Alexander the Great entered India, it was quite the scene. He, he arrived and arrived with a, a grand procession. Before him was a grand procession of 200 painted elephants. 200 painted elephants walked before him. And then behind those elephants were 200 painted camels. And behind those painted camel, camels were 200 soldiers riding black horses backwards. I, I don't know how they worked that out. I, I don't know how you, you, you get 200 horses to cooperate with you, but how you synchronize that. But they had 200 black horses walking backwards. And then, of course, came Alexander the Great. He was seated on a golden throne on an ivory chariot. And behind him, get this, were 200 tame lions. So think about this scene with me. You're in India. And here comes Alexander the Great. He's got 200 elephants, 200 painted camels, 200 soldiers riding backwards on black horses, and then finally... 200 tame lions. What a scene. And then heralds were walking in front of the procession and alongside Alexander, and they were proclaiming the words of Alexander himself. They were saying this, I am the Lord of the universe. I conquered the world, and now I will conquer the stars. That was the message of Alexander. I've conquered the whole world, and now I will conquer the stars. If you know much about Alexander, you know that three years later, he died at the age of just 32 of malaria. What a story. He did not conquer the, the stars. He died at 32, younger than me. And what a contrast to the humble entrance of Jesus. You, you know, one of the reasons why Jesus entered the world as he did, one of the reasons he, he showed up in a backwoods town 
in a feeding trough is because from the beginning of Jesus' life, he wanted to communicate that his values are so very different than our own. What we value, what we give worth to, is so often seen as meaningless, as empty in the eyes of Jesus. He wanted to communicate from the very beginning that what you value, what you hold dear, is so often not what I value. For example, you know, we, most of us would say, maybe all of us would say, we waste so much energy, so much time trying to impress others in different ways. Trying to impress others with our intellect, with our physical appearance, with our gifts. And, and throughout Jesus' life, he just seemed to, to place no weight, seemed to, to not care at all about looking impressive in the eyes of others. From the moment Jesus arrived on the scene, he was saying, look, what you value, what, what you hold dear is not what I value. It's not what I, it's not what I, I, I want to focus on, not what I want to give my attention, what, what I want to give my life to. And so, you know, as we anticipate Christmas in this, in this Advent season, a wonderful prayer to pray is this. Jesus, I want to value what you value. And where there are desires in my heart that do not line up with your values, Jesus, would you change me? I do not want to waste my time pursuing things that you hold as meaningless, that you hold as empty. I want to value, Jesus, what you value. And friends, let us be thankful, let us rejoice, let us worship the fact that we serve a humble king. That we serve a king who, who did not arrive on the scene with 200 elephants and 200 camels and, and 200 black horses riding backwards in front of him. But let us rejoice that we serve the humble king born in the backwoods, laid in a manger. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. Hope you have a wonderful day. See, I don't have to look impressive. That's I don't have to value that, right?